You're now listening to Service Unavailable Podcast. What is going on and welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're tuning back in. Today, for you true crime fans, we're going to be speaking about Jared Fogle. And for those of you who live under a rock and don't know who Jared Fogle is, Jared Fogle back in the early 2000s, 1999-ish, uh, was the spokesperson for Subway. He had lost like 300 pounds eating Subway sandwiches and became a national treasure pretty much. But that's not what we're talking about. Now, some of you already know. Some of you already like, I already heard about this. And yes, we did hear about this. And we know he is a child predator. But for those of you that only saw the one story, you have got to watch HBO Max three-part series on Jared Fogle. This series will blow your mind and disgust you at the same time. This man is more twisted than I thought. Because when I first heard the story and you first heard that he got in trouble, it was very vague, the circumstances and what was going on. And they kind of sugarcoat. I don't know how you could sugarcoat being a sexual predator against children, but they somehow went about that. And HBO completely delved into this and got really deep with it. And man, oh man, all I got to say is do yourself a favor and go watch this. Now, Jared Fogle, like I said, 1999, he became famous. Whatever the case is, speed up the story a little bit. He becomes famous. He's the spokesperson. He's traveling all over the world. And, you know, people know him and he's taking advantage of his celebrity, obviously, and uh, using it to his advantage, uh, having people... You know, they, they were fawning over him because he's a celebrity. And that's that's usually how the world works, or most of the people work. Not all of us, but people uh, that are celebrities, you, you, when you see them, you freak out. Oh, my God, it's so-and-so. Oh, my God. Even though you'd be like Jared Fogel, the subway guy. But still, he was popular and he was rich. So people was starstruck over him. Me, would I be starstruck over him? Probably not, unless he was going to give me a couple sandwiches. But that's no here, no there. Now, obviously, some celebrities use their celebrity for bad, and this would be the case where a celebrity or a semi-celebrity, I guess he'd be a celebrity, but he's not like a, he wouldn't be like your average celebrity that everybody would know. I guess they, I guess you would, I, I don't know. Celebrity is hard, hard for me to say. So like Drake would be a celebrity to me, Michael Jordan or Charles Barkley. This guy was that high of a celebrity, but just, I guess not to me. And some other people, he's just a, a sandwich mogul, you know, who became famous, which is fine. But as we, as uh, HBO digs deeper, they find out and they show you that this man, he was a creep. This guy was a fucking creep. Okay. Not only did he use his celebrity, and he in the beginning, it looked all copacetic, right? He was, I'm a celebrity, I'm Jared, I'm going around, I'm going to try and help kids, and I'm all about kids. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but he was using this to his advantage. He's meeting up with children, and he's surrounding himself with children, and obviously other people liked him too, but he started a foundation for specifically children. Okay, fast forward a little bit further. In rolls a woman named Rochelle Herman, who, she was a news reporter. She, she was a reporter who got hooked up with him, and uh, they were doing, like, an interview. 
And, you know, like, obviously, when you're a celebrity, you do interviews probably daily or whatever the case is. I'm not a celebrity, so I don't really know how that goes. But, you know, you, you could see that happening. People want you're the hot thing. So people want your name behind things and they want to interview you and so on and so forth. So that's what Rochelle Herman did. Rochelle Herman wound up interviewing him. And they, you know, they built up a little bit of a relationship and she was a single mother of two children at the time. And uh, she meets up with Jared Fogle and she was a very good looking woman uh, back when they had met. So that's very easy, you know. So Fogel was all in for that because she was good looking. So he was, you know, like any dude, you know, would look at a woman and obviously be like, oh, hey. So he had the hots for her a little bit. But he gets, thank God for her. I'll just say thank God for her. Okay. So now he goes to do an interview with her after I don't know how many interviews he does or whatever the case is. And during the interview, it's in like a school, I think she said. I think they're like in a middle school. And she says that as right before the interview is about to begin and the kids are filing in, that Jared makes a weird statement to her. And he confesses. Well, yeah, I would say confesses or professes. He confesses that he thinks that adolescent children, girls, are... And this is just... As a parent, this shit is just disgusting. But he confesses to her and says that he thinks that underage girls, adolescent girls, are sexy. Now, she is kind of taken back by that. Like anybody would be, right? Like, if he says that, you'd kind of be like, what the fuck? Like, did I just hear that? Like, what? So I guess he figured his celebrity, he was untouchable. So she's kind of confused by that. And she's like, did I hear that correctly? Like, is this really what he said? And it goes on further. So after he does confess to her, he gives her the um, interview. And they wind up becoming closer, obviously, because she's good looking. So he winds up staying in contact with her. And it gets worse and worse and worse. So further down the road, she's more invested and she's very put off by what he said or what she thinks he said. And she's like, I got to get to the bottom of this because any parent, any same person that has children or you don't have children is obviously going to have to get to the bottom of this. And especially if you're a parent and mothers are way different than dads, mothers are like. You know, they're insane with their kids. Not saying dads are bad with their kids, but mothers are a whole different breed when it comes to children. So what she does, and kudos to her, is she gets closer with him. And they go on dates, and she gets closer with him with hopes that she could unravel and use her sexuality, obviously, because she was really good looking. And it's very easy to get a man to open up to a woman that's good looking because the man wants one thing. Meanwhile, he thinks she wants something that he wants, but she doesn't. She's slick. She's going undercover. So what she starts doing is getting her, you know, gaining trust with him. And further and further down the line, Jared just starts to confess more things to her about how he was in Thailand and how children, he's done things with children in Thailand. And then it gets creepier from there. Now, her and him get very close. And now, 
she's telling the FBI, she's working for the FBI because they told her, listen, you have to record everything and we have to know about it. Otherwise, this won't hold up in court. So she goes on like a sting operation with the FBI and they start recording every single conversation. So they record him talking about kids in Thailand and kids doing things to him and him doing things to kids. And it just becomes it, 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 and right there as a parent, I'm just it's when I was watching this, I just wanted to hurt this man. Right. You, you can't. It's just people like this do not deserve to breathe the same air as you prison. Fine. But they should go to prison for a really long time and never be able to be rehabilitated because you cannot come back from this. OK, you give up all your rights as a human to walk amongst other humans when you hurt children. Old women, ladies or just animals or just anybody but specifically children, okay? So this goes further on. Now she's working for the FBI and she starts getting him to admit more things and she's playing along. She's disgusted like anybody would be go having to go along with this, but they want, they want her to get him to confess things so they can stick it to him and put him in prison. She does... It keeps going on and on. He wants to meet up with her. And she always has reasons why she can't meet up with him. And then it gets a little bit sicker. And and this story doesn't get any better from here. So it, it's not going to get any better. There's no silver lining to this. The only silver lining is that he went to prison. That's about it. It just keeps getting worse. And you're probably like, how? Well, if you sit back, I'll tell you. And then I promise you, go watch this. You will be disgusted. But this is so interesting to see how this person uses celebrity to be a complete degenerate so they go on and they get closer and closer um rochelle and and jared and eventually it comes to a point where he's super comfortable with her he's confessing everything to her he's letting her know everything and she's like well you know, now remember, she's working for the cops. It's going to be creepy, but she's working for the cops. And he's like, we have to figure out how we can do this. Because she said, you, you can't always go to Thailand and do this with children. And he's like, well, we'll figure out a way when I come back, how to get children in America to do this. And meaning sexually assault children in in real time, you know, in where he is, which is filthy. Okay. So with that, she keeps she's going back and forth to the cops and she's giving them all the information and everything. And then he gets more comfortable with her and he drops a bombshell and he says, you know what? How which kid of yours would you let me see naked? So now he's starting to bring her children into this and he's talking about her kids, which I am going to be honest with you. She is. This Rochelle Herman is a trooper because if you'd have brought my kids into this, I would have probably all, all bets would have been off. I'd have been done with the sting operation. I would have probably went to his house and hurt this man. But she's sitting in and she's just baiting him in and she's disgusted. You could see just by her telling the story how disgusted she is by this. And he's saying disgusting things about her kid and she has to agree with it. 
just to keep him going. And he asked her, you know, maybe we could set up a birthday party and maybe you could do things with kids and I could watch and I could do things with your kids, your kids, friends. And it, it was so it was so disgusting and so in-depth from the first thing that I saw. Because I just thought when I first seen the thing about Jared, I was just like, well, he's a child predator. He's a piece of shit. I didn't realize what magnitude of a piece of shit he was. He is a piece of shit who had a baby with a piece of shit, and that kid is him. So she keeps going on. She gains trust with him later on and later on. And now he's full blown in and just being all sorts of lewd. And she's agreeing with all of this, you know, keeping this whole uh, act going and the sting grows. So now in comes um, a guy named Russell Taylor who winds up working. I forget exactly how they wind up meeting. They wind up meeting, obviously, Jared's uh, rich, so he has money. So he's looking to um, up his brand, right, the, the kid brand that he's going for because he's supposedly doing everything for children, which now, knowing that, it puts a whole terrible spin on this. So he meets up with a man named Russell Taylor who is a editor, filmmaker, uh, kind of like a novice filmmaker. Like uh, if you went, if you first started YouTube, right, you kind of just doing it. You're enjoying yourself. You're taking videos and editing them and putting them on YouTube and kind of like a hobbyist capacity. But the guy Russell Tell is a creep as well because he has a daughter named Hannah, a stepdaughter named Hannah and Christina. And they, the the daughter was like uh, saying how this, you know, before they got into this whole um, uh, thing with Jared, how he was really creepy and he's taking videos of just her, but not bad videos, right? Uh, obviously, later on, we'll delve into this, but it wasn't bad videos of it. It's like uh, uh, her playing soccer, her playing with her friends and stuff like that. But he was fully focused on this one daughter. Uh, and the wife was Angela, I think. Um, the I, I think his wife was Angela. She was like a really Christian lady. And then he winds up, I don't know how this guy, also a narcissistic, charismatic piece of garbage, Russell winds up getting the mother to become a sicko as well. Okay, so now <laughs> Russell the sicko and Jared the sicko wind up meeting up and linking up. And now he starts making, Russell starts making videos for Jared, his foundation. That's all about children, which was perfect for the both of them because they were creeps hiding in plain sight. Russell was down with this. His wife was down with this. And Jared obviously was down with this. So they're taking videos. Russell's taking videos of the franchise. He's putting together videos. And then all of a sudden, it comes down, they start talking to the daughters, which is, I feel so bad for these two girls. They, uh, and when I get into this, you could, you could put yourself in this position. I, you probably don't want to because it's fucking horribly disgusting, but these girls, I can't even imagine. So they wind up, um, Russell winds up becoming close with Jared. Jared winds up meeting up with his stepdaughters, Russell's stepdaughters, 
and they go out and hang out because he's famous and they hang out and the father's telling them, the stepfather's telling them, yeah, we're going to hang out with Jared Fogle. He's rich. We're going to go to dinner, bring some friends. So they bring this girl with them. And right off the bat, after Jared meets this girl, Hannah, or, or these two, um, these two younger uh, girls, the stepdaughters of Russell, he starts making comments to the daughters or to the father how he really likes the stepdaughter's friend, which, mm. anyway. So the father, being a creep that he is, he starts mentioning it to the stepdaughters. And like, yeah, he really likes her and stuff like this and just all sorts of stuff. And they were about 13, about, you know, 13, 10, something like that. So very, uh, it could be influenced. Children could be influenced very easily, especially by grownups because they're people of authority. So you, you're taught to listen to them and you're taught to trust them and obviously celebrity. So it goes further and further and they start dealing with these stepdaughters in the parts of the interview, the stepdaughters are saying how they would walk in their room and it's fucking disgusting. Okay. He, they would walk in their rooms and one day one of the girls walked in her room and it was a dildo on her bed and the stepfather was in the room and telling her, oh yeah, you ever touch yourself and oh it's good. It's it's fun to do that. And you know, it's 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 not embarrassing. And and you're probably like, what the f okay? Would you? I, I'm going somewhere with this. I promise you. This is it's yeah. Like I said, it doesn't get better from here. So later on, comes to find out after all everything, the daughters find out that this Russell has cameras set up in their room on them, where the sex toys were positioned. So she's saying how he was setting up the room for them to do bad stuff to themselves so he can record it. And this was what was happening, which is fucking it, it just blows my mind how a parent now, again, a kid is very easy to persuade. Right. Especially, like I said, you're a, a grown up. They're told to believe you. They're told to trust grown-ups and listen to them and a person of authority. But how this dude, Russell, can get the mother to get involved in this. And it just keeps going and going. And now the daughters are talking about how the mother was saying stuff that she wanted to do with the daughters. And mind you, we're not talking about Rochelle Herman anymore. We're not talking about her. We're talking about this guy's wife now, Russell Taylor's wife, the actual mother of these girls. And she's stating what she would do with her children. She's becoming friendly with them, letting them smoke pot, encouraging them to drink because she's grooming them. And he's helping with that. And she's grooming them. And also throughout the movie, it, 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 this is, and, and you're probably like, what? Yes. You have, you have to watch this though. You, you have to watch it. Me just recapping this has, you, you have to watch this. So the dude, Russell's wife becomes such a 
sick person that there's videos of of these girls mom having sex with animals this, this guy is trying to record his stepdaughters doing disgusting stuff disgusting sh well not disgusting he's trying to be disgusting and record them doing stuff that people do in the privacy of their own home and encourage it to little children which is not good that's not good. If you're a grown-up and you want to do whatever you want to do in your house, that's fine. But he's being disgusting and grooming these children so he can record this because he's a fucking sicko. And Jared also is involved in this and he's, you know, pushing the agenda as well because obviously he's grooming children. So later on, the, the, the mother, there winds up being videos of the mother having sex with animals the mother saying disgusting things she wants to do with her own children and this guy's you know he's a fucking sicko so he's making out on it and he's just going along with it because you know he's grooming them and how the lady how the mother it, it, so if you're a parent you're just thinking to yourself what the fuck i would net and obviously as a as a a parent, you as a human, not even as a parent, let's just say as a fucking human, you would never do shit like this. But as a parent, you would never, ever do this. And then later on, it comes out again. Uh, so, so, so it, it comes out later on that all these text messages, they go to court and he gets arrested. And so does the other guy. And they scrub through all his house and his videos, and now it comes back to the girls that he was setting them up and grooming them, putting sex toys on their bed, and they, fa they found out they had, had cameras positioned in their room the whole time. So whatever these girls were doing, and the girl said, you know, she mentioned that she did stuff that you would do behind closed doors, and he recorded all of it. And she didn't even know that any of this was happening. I feel so bad for everybody involved in this. Uh, except for the the three people, Jared, uh, this guy, and his wife, she, fucking all pieces of shits. They are completely pieces of shits. And fast forward a little further, um, like I said, the FBI took all the tapes that uh, the lady had made, and for some reason throughout the series, they didn't want to... They, they, they try to make the lady look like she was a liar, Rochelle Herman. They tried to make her like a bad person. And what it did was she spent her whole time trying to, to uh, investigate this and, and unearth all this crazy shit that it had effects on her children. Her children were all messed up. They were becoming anxiety-ridden. The mom was so focused on so which I completely understand being completely focused on this and just obsessed to the point where you because you, you need to get this guy put away because he looks like your everyday average guy and he's using children and a, a, a child cause right like I'm for the children to further groom other children and ruin these kids mental all right it's got to be something to have this done to you it's got to be play some sort of uh, something on your mind and have you fucked up for life you probably need therapists after this, especially if it's your parents trying to do this. 
So later on in the series, uh, they they come out. She she gives up all her uh, uh, the lady Herman gives up all her tapes. But again, they tried to make her look like a bad person. They stormed her office, took things like they almost didn't want him to get in trouble, which was Jared. They almost didn't want Jared to get in trouble or they I, I, it was so weird that that's why I say you have to go watch this in its entirety. It's three episodes. It's the most disgusting thing. And it'll open your eyes onto how like they sugarcoated back in the day and or like they 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 sugarcoated they sugarcoated and didn't they made him just look like he was a predator but when you realize to what degree this man jared was a predator it is beyond belief so like i said do yourself a favor go watch the series it's called i think um jared from subway if you just look up Jared from Subway on Cinemax, you will absolutely, you'll find it. Um, I'll leave links in the description of this. Um, I think it's called Jared from Subway Catching a Monster. It is an amazing watch for true crime people. And you'll be happy to know, obviously, that we all know that he's in prison. But the scariest part is he gets out in 2029 or 2025, something like that. He, this man should never get out. He's still got four, He's still sitting on $4 million. This guy is a piece of shit. And he, he shouldn't have any rights. He is not a human. He's... Whatever is lower than a subhuman, that's what these people are. They should never get out of prison after what they've done to these kids. And I feel so bad listening to this whole story. It was so disgusting. And I feel so bad for the daughters. I, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the kids. It just, none of the kids came out and talked about it besides these two girls. And you could just tell from their side of the story, they were mortified and probably will have a lifetime of trauma and never trust anybody. And could you blame these two girls? I, I couldn't blame them. I, I wouldn't be able to. These guys are real pieces of shits. I'll leave an article below inside the podcast, and I will uh, leave some details and other stuff that you can look into, and I'll put the link for the HBO Max series. But for anybody liking true crime and don't know the f and only heard one side of the story and you have not watched true crime um, uh, episodes on Cinemax, I mean, not Cinemax, HBO Max, do yourself a favor. Go watch it. You don't want to miss this. This is will blow your mind. It'll leave you disgusted. You'll probably by the end of it want to go find where this Jared is and fucking kill him he is a complete piece of shit and i hope none of these people make it out of jail i hope they all die before they make it out because that's the only thing they deserve they deserve nothing more than the worst because they have fucked up so many lives down the line that it's just insane so without further ado i will leave you on that note i implore you to go watch the series and leave some comments again you could uh if you want to get in touch with me i know people say that they have the emails service uninterrupted podcast at gmail.com and you'll be able to find this podcast on google spotify and other platforms that it's hosted that podcasts are hosted and again i know people say that they have emails but if you want to get in touch with me email me i read all my emails and i answer back 
Again, I appreciate you tuning into this podcast, and we will have another one coming soon.